Hi everyone, it's Mike here again, and it is great to share with you a preview of our latest Moonshots Master series. This series is where we collect all the wisdom that we've learned from over 140 plus shows. And what we do is we study a particular topic and we bring all the best clips and practices together so you get your own little masterclass. And what you'll get in each of the Moonshots Master Series is a show dedicated to your personal transformation or perhaps to problem-solving, decision-making, thinking better, all that kind of good stuff. Or lastly, it will be about leadership. Those are the three big buckets that all the Moonshots thinking fits into. Personal transformation, thinking better, and leadership. That's right. And we pick all of those great clips from superstars, entrepreneurs, and authors and wrap it all up together. Now, you're only getting a preview of this. If you'd like to listen to the full show, get all the tools and all the goodies that comes with the Moonshots Master Series, visit moonshots.io, click on the members area and sign up. Be our patron. It's only a dollar a week and you'll get a complete masterclass just for you every single month. So head over to moonshots.io and become a member. But for now, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Moonshots Master Series. It's episode 10. I'm your co-host, Mike Parsons, and as always, I'm joined by the man with a plan himself, Mr. Mark Pearson Freeland. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning, Mike. What an episode 10, 1, 0, a big moment to celebrate within the Master Series that we're bringing to our members and subscribers today. Mate, it is so good for us to come together exclusively for our members, Mark, and to talk about a topic, well, that I would say is not talked about nearly enough. It's really not. As we're finding in the master series, there are so many areas that we can learn from and educate ourselves that perhaps you're not really introduced in a more format or formal way throughout your career and upbringing and going to school and so on. And today, Mike, is no exception. We are digging into a leadership topic of managing people, perhaps one of the most important skills you can have when you're thinking about being a leader within a business. Yeah. And, you know, the funny thing is that so many of the problems we encounter and work in the end are people issues. Mm. And it's uh, ironic how little companies uh, allocate time to train, learn, improve how we manage people, yet so much of our problems come back to managing people. And I feel like today is a chance for us to dig into some all-time classic thinkers, the cynics, um, the Tony Robbins, the Steve Jobs. Oh my gosh, Mark, we even have somebody we need to dedicate more time to, which is Seth Godin. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got some new moonshot superstars, um, one of those being uh, Brendan Bouchard. So Mark, there's so much inside of this topic. I mean, we're going to go across quite a lot of territory as well. We're going to do a bit of inspiration, right? And then after we do a bit of inspiration on a master series, where do we tend to go after that? We then get into the real details about understanding the value 
of what being a good uh, manager of people really is. And like you say, we're going to get into Bouchard with Godin and Sinek. We've got a great reading list to go along with each of these parts. But Mike, it doesn't even stop there, does it? Because part three is really where we get into how to make a difference day to day, isn't it? Yeah. And I think so much of being better as an individual, be it at home or in the office or I think in 2022, those things might be the same place. (laughs) (laughs) So when you're working, when you're uh, living life uh, and trying to be the best version of yourself, um, putting things into practice, building the habits of working well with people, uh, regardless of the nature of the relationship, top down, bottom up, left to right, it doesn't matter. Uh, At some point, we're always finding ourselves as the leader, uh, other times we're a team member. Um, this show is for all of us. This is for everyone who wants to be better at working with people, managing people, working for people. Just it's all good people stuff in this show today, isn't it, Mark? Yep. It's a real comprehensive look at this pretty big topic of managing people, which like we say, is not something that we all get taught from day one. And invariably throughout most of our careers, there are going to be times where perhaps maybe not always, but perhaps you're working with an individual and you think, oh, you know what, they could be managing this a little bit better. Maybe they've been thrust into that limelight, maybe a little bit too quick. Maybe they need to benefit from a little bit of education. So for all of our members and subscribers, I think what you and I, Mike, both invite our listeners today is to absorb all of these different tips, tricks, frameworks, pieces of inspiration and therefore go out and try and be that best version of ourselves. And I tell you what, um, if if life is a team sport, moonshots is a team sport too, isn't it, Mark? Yeah, we have so many moonshotters. Uh, maybe we should call them astronauts. I'm not sure. There's so many members and subscribers <laughs> who are joining you and I and the Moonshots team every single week, Mike. So as Judy calls, I'm going to do a quick round the table introduction and welcome to all of our members on Patreon. Please welcome Bob, Niles, John and Terry, Niall, Marjolin, Ken Dietmar, Tom, Mark, Marjan, Connor, Rodrigo, Yasmin, Daniela. I'm only halfway through. Lisa, Sid, Mr. Bonjour, Maria, Paul, Berg, Kalman, Annette, and our brand new members of David, Joe, Crystal, Ivo, Christian, and Hurricane Brain. I'm glad we're getting some new funky members, particularly those with funky names, Mike. I tell you what, Mr. Bonjour must be feeling, uh, you know, so sad that 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 uh, he's been surpassed by, I mean, hurricane brain. Oh, my gosh. It brings such a vivid, uh, such a rich uh, um, picture to mind. I hope we can unleash um, the uh, hurricane brains in all of us and maybe bring a little peace, tranquility, insights uh, to those who are looking to nurture their brains. So here we are. This is the Managing People Moonshot Master Series. We are ready to rock and roll. Yep, that's right, Mike. So now let's hear from our first clip, Simon Sinek, a Moonshot Master individual, if I can say so myself, who really helps inspire you and I, our members and our subscribers, into thinking how not to manage people. My first job out of college, I had a boss who believed it was appropriate to berate people to get the most out of them. Um, 
And I remember, this is a true story. I actually sat down with her. We used to have these sort of monthly career updates, you know. And she literally said to me, you have no talent, quote unquote. And I went, none? And she said, none, you know. And uh, uh, the good news was I thought that was funny. Um, Because you kind of have none. You know, if you told me I only could do one thing, that actually probably would have hurt more. But nothing, you know, nothing. Um, And so I really paid attention as to how she managed and the rest of my career did the complete opposite. So, yeah. Give me an example. I, you know, I think that pointing out people's strengths is a lot better than telling them they have no talent. Um, Also, um, she had this belief that if you don't look harried and, and insane, then you then you might then you're not working hard you know so i remember pretending that i was like stressed out because if i sauntered down the hallway and said hi to people she, she thought i was doing nothing right so i started pretending it's like i can't talk i can't talk and that way she thought i was very busy and she left me alone um yeah honesty in management you know treating people with respect being honest about what they they can and can't do um and committing yourself to helping people not not hurting people or pushing them down um has been more effective for me Sometimes at work, it's not what's happening at work for a lot of stressed out managers, especially. It's what's happening outside of work. How do you try to figure out where the sources of the issue, maybe to cut past some of the challenges you face communicating? When I was entry level, um, having empathy for my boss didn't factor in, you know, um, not knowing anything about sort of my place in, in, in the company, et cetera. But as I've, as I've grown up, um, I realized that the only motivation for any kind of confrontation, um, whether you're the one who's confronting someone because you um, feel that they have done something wrong or whether you're confronting them because you feel that you've been wronged, you know, um, the, only, the only motivation is empathy. And so even if someone has, is coming down on me hard or being unreasonable or being, you know, I've, I've, I'm not perfect at it, but I've, I've worked really hard to approach it with, you, you know, confronting them. They, they've hurt me, or I feel wronged. But, but immediately go into the, considering that maybe there's something that's bothering them, and and that has proved to be really helpful. And and we do it in in life. I mean, for example, you know, somebody. Um, sitting next to you on the subway is, you know, slouch back their legs open and your immediate sort of reaction is to think, what an ass, you know? But to the idea of practicing and say, well, maybe he had a hard day last, like yesterday and yeah. he's exhausted and he just doesn't want to deal, you know? Yeah. Maybe he doesn't want to talk to people, you know? Right. And and so to to really just sort of have empathy for, for the world around you, it's um, it's kind of powerful and people respond to you a lot better as well because basically everybody wants to feel safe. And so if you have empathy, you, you, you give that to people, up or down the chain of command. I mean, we, we as employees want to feel safe, and mm-hmm. it is our boss's responsibility to give us that. But at the same time, bosses want to feel safe. They don't want to feel that there's insurrection, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's brewing. Um, and, uh, and for us to let them know that we've got their back as much as we want them to let us know that they have ours is equally as important. And I, I believe there is responsibility of, of, of a manager, but there's a responsibility of an employee as well. That's right. You know, it's like the kids have to do chores at home. You yeah. know, it's the kind of same thing. It's like we all, it takes all of us. Yeah. The hierarchy doesn't, doesn't mean that only the guys above are the ones with responsibility. We all, we all have to contribute. I like that idea, Mark, that it's not just the manager that has the responsibility to the person that reports to them. Mm. I think it's sort of like a two, two-way empathy situation. I, I really, that, that for me really starts to almost give us some of the answers, 
But let's just go back. What manager would tell someone, oh, by the way, it was Simon Sinek, a kind of talented kind of guy, who would tell someone, who would dare say to anybody, you do not have any talent? That Zero is talent. such a vindictive statement for, to make towards anyone, Mark. I find that shocking, don't you? Well, it, it shows a lack of consideration, but also I, I guess a lack of insight into uh, an individual. And I think that's something that we're going to find uh, that we delve into a lot in today's master series, yeah. which is in order to manage people, you kind of need to have, as Simon Sinek calls out, empathy for them as well as an understanding that people are people and that sometimes they need to be motivated or inspired or helped along that way. Yeah. So something that I found very helpful in my career is particularly when, when managing challenging people is to be almost like a, like a Buddhist monk about it, which is you have to believe fundamentally that everyone has a form of talent. Um, it's a bit uh, of a proxy. Do you believe in humanity, really? And here's how it goes, Mark. I, I truly think and I truly believe that everybody has talent that resides within them. Uh, and I think that the job of a manager is to find out what that is and to see if that matches to the work that you're doing together and then sort of channel that energy into that place. And sometimes, that results in us saying, hey, I think you're amazing, but the kind of thing we do doesn't create the right opportunities for you. So we need to find you something that is outside of this business. And that's a better way or a nicer way and a more powerful way of saying, hey, you know, you're not a good fit for this place. But it doesn't have to be done in judgment. It would be like, and here's what I'm going to do to help you go find that. I think that is such an interesting way to position yourself as a manager, which is like, I know there's good in this person. I just got to go find it. Mm. Maybe we can give them the forum to apply that talent. Maybe we don't have the right forum. And in that case, I'll go find it for them and pay it forward a little bit. I don't know, Matt, how's that sound to you as like, you know, if Simon Sinek told us a story of how not to manage people, yeah. I think, I think where he's going is very much like find the talent in everybody, right? Well, I, th- I think what stands out to me in, in what Sinek's saying there is in order to manage people well, you need to start with yourself. So yes. you need to, as he calls out, have discipline to not immediately cast judgment on an individual. And much like you were saying, Mike, to, in order to find that talent that's probably innately within every single person, you need to have almost the patience and the foresight within yourself to look for it. Or maybe mm-hmm. to uh, you know foster it, or, or put a little bit of kindling under that fire 